Hello and welcome. I'm Alan Hargraves and this is Recharge On Air. You know, a few ideas can often be better than a lot of ideas. We've probably all experienced that death by a thousand initiatives. So what can you do about it? We can perhaps take a leaf out of Steve Jobs. Do you know what his first strategic call was when he returned to Apple in 1997? Well, according to his biographer, Walter Isaacson, he slashed 90% of existing product development. On a whiteboard, he drew a simple alternative plan. It was a two-by-two matrix. The columns were consumer and pro, and the rows were desktop and portable. Four market segments, four products. Everything else was eliminated, and Apple was reborn. Clear and simple product architecture doesn't necessarily signal a lack of strategic sophistication. Rather, it can cut excessive overthink and generate clear focus. Someone like Jobs could use his drive and passion to turn that clarity into an incredibly successful business strategy. Most of us, however, are not Steve Jobs. We can learn from him, but we cannot be him. How do we prompt creative action? Well, there are a few ideas. Most people do not do their best thinking at work. Good ideas are more likely to come in the shower or when you're on a walk, times when the mind is not quite so cluttered. Plenty of great strategies have been worked out on beer mats. We know that, we hear that. Their strength is their clarity, like the mix of simplicity and scribbling that made Steve Jobs' Matrix a template for product development. Try it yourself. Instead of waiting for a major review, assess your business or project from some very simple perspectives. The profitability of products or customers, for example, is never even. If you have a range of both, some will contribute handsomely to profit margin, others won't. Some may be a net cost. Are you focusing your efforts on the most profitable product? Well, for a reality check, try a simple matrix. Mark the top, the most profitable, and the bottom, the least profitable. On the right-hand side, put high volume, and on the left, put low volume. Then map your product range. Do you allocate the greatest amount of resources, finance, people, inputs, to the products in the top right quadrant? Maybe you've got it right, but stand back and look at it. Does it need a rethink or, or maybe just a tweak? And what about customers? Well, your top customer is not always your best customer. By the time you've adjusted for the cost of servicing them or the extent to which you finance their payment terms, margins can get pretty thin. And that's before you account for the compensation of the top sales team that's selling to them or the special services you provide to keep their business. Is there more margin headroom in selling to other customers? Should you be putting more resources behind servicing them rather than your biggest or dominant customer? Can you, in fact, make them the best customers? Perhaps easiest of all is 80-20. Try that. Put effort on one axis and impact on the other. What's in the quadrant that produces 80% impact for 20% effort? It's not just a useful business exercise. You can try that on your life. Matrices come in different shapes and sizes, but they all have the advantage of highlighting different perspectives. The ideas of some of the most influential management thinkers, from Michael Porter to Stephen Covey, can be summarised in four quadrants. It's a simple tool and it's one which didn't do Apple any harm. I'm Alan Hargraves. This has been Recharge On Air. Thank you for listening.